Hey y'all, you're listening to the Coochie Business Podcast, where we talk about coochies in general and black coochies in particular. I'm your host, Dr. Abigail, an Afro-queer woman working on my fifth degree focused on the natural black coochie. As your coochie curator, it's my job to bring you dope, interesting, curious stories and conversations that'll make you laugh, scratch your head, sometimes cry, but it'll always give you something to think about. Today's episode, we gonna talk about aliens, y'all. Did you know that reptilian aliens might be coming for our coochies too? Yo, that shit tripped me out. But really, this episode, we're gonna talk about the mother essence. I learned about the mother essence by having this wild conversation about reptilian aliens, but... I think it's interesting, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. So first, like I said, full disclosure, I learned about the term mother essence from a recent conversation with a friend about reptilian alien invasions of humanity and some other wild type shit. <laughs> I mean, reptilian alien motherfuckers coming for our coochies too? What in the everlasting hell? Anyway, that's not really, really the point. It's just wild because there's so many similarities to other things, syndromes that are coming for coochies, at least in my experience and in conversations. So this was just, I mean, I'll link to the to the article and the website. You can go read about it yourself. I'll put the links in the link in the notes. The basic point with Mother Essence and this reptilian alien invasion is essentially about human mind control for the specific exploitation of female energy and why. That's what got me curious. What is it with this female energy that aliens might want with the human race? Whether it's true or not, that was very curious to me. Um, And the reason was that they want to take this female essence in particular as an energy supplier. So that made me Think about this episode, Mother Essence, spiritual warfare, in general, different kinds of things, energy work, womb healing. What is it? Womb healing and womb intuition and woman's intuition. And what is the greatest threat to the status quo, as Ja Nine's lyric goes? So that wild disclaimer aside, here's some of the things that I learned and some of the main intents of these reptilians that want to suck female energy, especially the mother essence from mankind. And the way that they explain mother essence, this thing that's really rich that they want to get, is um, it's similar to some other things that we might be familiar with. And that's the fact that every human being has both a female and male energy or essence that makes them up. And the female energy is what they call the mother essence. And it comes from the woman's kind of that abdominal area, strictly speaking, is the, sec- the second chakra, but we'll talk about that in a bit. And they describe this female energy as an energy that works passively, actually. Um, and this means that women or those who have this womb energy higher and stronger don't really have to do anything actively to make it work. It is possible, however, to block or prevent that energy from flowing. But if that mother essence 
can flow unrestricted to the outside world, then something pretty wonderful happens. The world changes into a paradise. This mother essence is this source of affluence and abundance and things like climate and animals and plants are happy and thriving. The world is actually thriving and producing positive circumstances for human beings. For example, food, the disappearance of parasites and such. And so this mother essence is in community, is able to bring beauty and well-being and health and other products, positive products, um, byproducts of the mother essence. Another thing that they talk about is that a single individual's mother essence can hold and sustain a larger circle of people if that person, if that individual person's mother essence is in alignment. So what's being happened with this block is draining mother essence. But if a person is in alignment with their mother essence, then not only would they be able to sustain themselves, but they would actually be able to sustain many, many other people. So it's actually beneficial to let it flow and to be in alignment with mother essence um, than to try to, to, to suck it, to siphon it out as individuals and in this case aliens are have been trying to do. From this perspective, you can imagine that if there were a community, many people with an intact alignment with their mother essence, what type of planetary energy problems might be solved? Free energy would be available to everybody. Doesn't that sound like some some Gaia, Avatar, Mother Earth type shit? Well, anyway, let's 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 back to let's get back to these reptilian aliens and, and the different methods that they've been using to block women's mother essence so that they can siphon it out and control humankind, right? They do things like causing traumatic experiences and memories to stay in and, and using men, let's say non-Kuchi owners, as involuntary and mind-controlled reptilian agents who also weaken women and drain their mother essence. They also mentioned that this mother essence as really important, potent, energetic fuel for the aliens, but that women themselves can block their own mother essence, for instance, by fears, certain fears that they may have, negative thoughts they may have towards themselves. We already mentioned the negative thoughts that can come towards coochie owners, the owners of this essence. Essentially, this collective robbing of and draining of the mother essence really robs and drains everyone of the benefits of mother essence. So it's really important that we protect the collective coochie and the collective essence in these coochies in our communities because it really benefits us all. So anyway, I'm going to pause there with the alien things. Like I said, I'll link to it. You can read on it. I just thought it was really interesting that even in alien, reptilian, alien invasion stories, it was still coming for, for, for coochies. That was very curious to me. But some would also talk about things like the matrix and spiritual warfare, maybe racial warfare, economic or financial warfare, political, social, psychological Whatever the case, there seems to be a missing collective liberation in these warfare situations. It does appear that the pathways towards our liberation have begun 
but there are some 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 pretty significant opposition that I think we need to pay attention to. One of the major things we're up against is complacency, especially in the spiritual realm. Collectively, we've gotten used to conditions of captivity. You know, we get sucked into media. We get, you know, everything is just easy. And if these were conditions of captivity, we're lining up for it, if you will. We believe the present lifestyle and type of lives that we live is actually normal. And if you think of the movie, The Matrix, that might be a dangerous realm to submit oneself to, especially collectively. And to continue on that matrix energy from the movie, that energy constantly affects our everyday life. It holds that energy low and actually works to prevent ways that might otherwise lead to collective liberation, right? And so as human beings, as we learned from the aliens, (laughs) we also know in general that we have both our inherent humanity and our inherent divinity. And both of those guide us. We've got a divine God, goddess within each of us. (laughs) Even the reptilian aliens knew this shit, man. So why are we sleeping to it? So we have a divine potential within us without restriction. We have access to deep wisdom, deep knowledge, clairvoyance, the ability to manifest things, change things in various realms. And so when we're tapped into our divine natures, we can sense the connection to each other, to nature, to all. Um, And that's an intense thing. And if we think about the chemistry of, you know, the neuroendocrine system of women, let's bring a a different other science into it. So um, the oxytocin in particular, that is this love hormone that's strong in the womb. You see it around birth and around love and with connection and, 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 and true divine connection. What is that thing? Well, Let's tap into it, that love, that happiness, that physical thriving, that sexuality, that zest for life and make it the standard. We can collectively hone that. Now, if you haven't experienced it or guessed it by now, this this subjugation, this domination of, you know, minds and bodies, the female body is one of them. We've talked about it in in the first episode with the reproductive justice framework. We talked about in the eradication of the divine feminine and, and when God was a black woman and why she isn't now. Understanding the need to reclaim that is part of our path to collective liberation. I want to pause and talk um, and read some of the lyrics of John Nine's song. She has a song called uh, The Greatest Threat to the Status Quo. And she describes the greatest threat to the status quo, being a spiritual woman. Just a few lines. Again, you can find the song and read all of the lyrics yourself, but I am the keeper of the gate, a seer of the way, a seeker of the fullness and the future of the clay. These hands are rough and purpose to create from a mind unconfined that is designed to calculate Intuiting of the essence, awareness of the presence of the whole beyond each individual part, 
master of the mind space, mason of the landscape with intelligence she accesses from the heart. A spiritual woman is the greatest threat to the status quo, the fruits she will bear, the power she has access to. Them tell you, you mustn't talk to yourself and keep away from selfishness. Eve brings sin to the world, so we punish everyone born as a girl. This is the state of now. The Maya, the minds are trained and trapped in, so make we break it down. And self, individual mind, is what expansion of consciousness will help one to find. And womb is a function of man. We are not separate, all emanating from the same divine plan. So persecution of the feminine is the reason for the state the world is in. Just a few of the lyrics, very powerful, especially when you listen to her sing it. Again, the subjugation of coochie owners and this divine feminine essence, this mother essence in general is something to be very aware of. However, even more important than the awareness of the subjugation of coochies and humanity is to have an awareness of how to protect ourselves and our communities from further subjugation. And of course, how to liberate ourselves fully. We need awareness and strategies for collective liberation. You know we're going to be discussing more of these strategies over time on this podcast. For now, let's talk a little bit about energy work, chakras, womb energy, womb work. What, what is all of that? And so to wrap up the show, and before we actually define chakras and explore the meaning of each chakra and hone in on this second chakra, this womb chakra, it's essential to understand this major thing. We are energy. All living things are created by and comprised of energy. It's, it's physics. It's, it's reality. It's just fact. The ability that we have to center our energy and to have our energy centers, these chakras, align and function optimally is what keeps us psychologically, emotionally, physically, and spiritually balanced. So chakras, by definition, are these energy centers within the human body that help us to regulate all of our human processes, from organ function, immune system regulation, emotional regulation, and beyond. There are seven chakras that are positioned throughout our bodies, from the base of our spine to the crown of our heads. Each chakra has its own vibrational frequency and color and it governs specific functions that make us well, that make us human. Another way to think of chakras, and this came from that alien reptilian website that I read, um, is to think of chakras as energy converters. They can convert energies from a spiritual level to an astral level, 3D level, and vice versa. It just converts energy and transmutes it. It also has contact and communication with each other chakra in the body and other people's chakras, other beings' chakras, and probably can do a whole lot more. But I'm not an expert in chakras, and I've read about it for a long time. I'm really just giving a brief overview of the chakras because of this mother essence and the second chakra that it lives in in and around. So let me briefly go through the seven chakras. The first one, the root chakra is at the base of the spine. Its color is red. It governs survival instincts and grounding. 
The second one, the sacral chakra, is at the lower abdomen. Its color is orange and it covers sexuality, intuition, self-worth, and self-esteem. The third chakra is the solar plexus and it's in the upper abdomen and its color is yellow. And it covers impulse control and ego. The fourth chakra is the heart chakra and it's the center of the chest and its color is green and it it governs compassion and spirituality. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra and its color is blue and it covers communication and emotion. The sixth chakra is the third eye chakra and it it lies between the eyes And its color is purple, and it governs rationality, wisdom, and imagination. The seventh chakra is at the top of the head, and it's the crown chakra. Its color is indigo, and it governs connection with the divine. In the area of that second chakra, that's in the human female, that's where the uterus lies. And one of the tasks of the uterus, one of the tasks, is to create a safe energetic space for the growth of new life. The uterus itself makes available everything that that growing human child needs. Blood, oxygen, food, heat, everything. Now, outside of reproduction, the function of the second chakra of a coochie owner has about similar abilities. Again, when it's working optimally in an alignment, it can convert and touch and transmute the surroundings we live in not just for us it changes everything around us in a way that everything would be available that we need again it's passive we wouldn't actually have to do anything but just be be woman be in tune be grounded how liberating would that be neither man nor woman everything in between and outside of would have to do anything with much effort if the womb the mother essence and those who own it are in alignment. And so this brings us to the final part of this particular episode that talks about how we can make use of this knowledge in our daily lives. It's been interesting to to see clinically and in conversation, even experientially in my own life and friends and family members' lives, the detachment that a lot of women have with our wounds, Um, just disconnected. It's taboo. It's part of why this podcast is here. Let's talk about it. We can't be so disconnected from something so vital and life-giving and not think that it doesn't have an impact on us individually and on us collectively. It's taboo to talk about coochies, for people to know about birth and sacred rituals and rites of passage. And There's so much potential if we were to liberate and be aware, collectively aware of how much magic and how much power we have in our wombs, especially when we're aligned with it. It's our power center. It's the seed of our intuition. It's our garden of creativity. It's it's where all things divine, sacred and spiritual emanate. I am deeply passionate about working, doing womb work, woman's work. It's my calling. Um, 
And and it's more than just that work for the individual. It's about bringing it out into the collective. And when we awaken to that, again, starting with coochie owners, but bringing it out into the collective community, we bring about positive change. It's important to know that everyone actually has a womb chakra in their soul. And so if there's trauma in our lives, we can do this womb meditation, womb work, second chakra work. Meditation and chakra work is beneficial in general, but the second sacred and the second chakra and sexual healing and intuition and working at that level is what generates and regenerates and helps to reclaim the mother essence that has been siphoned off over time. So how can we do this womb work? We can get into alignment. We can start talking about it. We can feel and get into our bodies. I'm going to have some more episodes and guests that really help us hone in on specifics, real specifics that, like Queen Afua's book, Sacred Woman, 12-week process of going through each gateway that she outlines that helps to align mind, body, and spirit in these really practical ways, getting grounded and centered and reclaiming our mother essence includes awareness of what we're taking into our bodies, awareness of the energies around us, awareness of our our minds, our own thoughts towards ourselves and what we allow others to bring into our minds because of their thoughts or impressions of us. It's the media, the things that we see that give us a sense of who we are and undoing those things that are not beneficial to us and implanting visuals of ourselves as womb owners, coochie owners, mother essence bearers that help to enliven and cultivate and amplify that. It is bringing in community with those who are in alignment and generating and creating together. So much more to come, but I wanted to drop this little gem on the reptilian alien invasion and connect it to some other things that might resonate a little bit more and give some practical tips, just awareness and deep meditation Focus on that womb, that second second chakra, that sacral area to help bring some balance and alignment to us individually and collectively. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Coochie Business. Join us next week for another conversation you will not want to miss. Now, does something on today's show make you go, hmm? Let us know. We want to discuss your questions and share your stories so send them to us email your questions to questions at coochiebusiness.com or your stories to stories at coochiebusiness.com and coochie is spelled c-o-o-c-h-i-e and we just might read them on air now you can help the coochie business podcast grow by making it easier for new listeners to find our show And you can do that by making sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice and by rating the show and leaving a comment with a review. With that said, ain't no business like that coochie business. 
Ain't no business like that coochie business.